I went surfing there and I ended up placing first. And then from after that event, I was like, okay, this is sweet. You know, calling my parents like, oh, we, you know, we got to go to the next ones. And I ended up winning the Endless Wave Tour that year. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, new intro music, new logo, same us. This week on Are We There Yet, Tiff and I chatted with millennial Hunter Clement. Hunter is a wake surf pro who's really changing the industry. He's creating tricks that have never been done before. So sit back and enjoy as we discuss his past, present, and future. Roll it. So we're here today with the one and only Mr. Hangtime himself, Wake Surf Pro, Hunter Clement. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Good, man. Having a great day. How did you guys meet? So I met Hunter randomly, I think two years ago at the Portland Boat Show, actually. He was at the Centurion booth. And we, I don't even know how we even got to talking or what we were talking about boat show. There's some stuff involved drinking alcohol there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were like sitting in one of the boats for a while. A long time. And and you and you, you were the o- and he was the only person at the boat show. We would go around to the boats and stuff and just test out the speaker system and he was the only person that let us turn it up all the way. And everybody turned and looked like, "Yep, mhm." <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we had a good time. I think there was a big group of us in there too. There was. Yeah. Yep, our Wake Northwest group actually. I didn't know you could get in the boat. Oh yeah, the boat show. Yeah, you can oh, walk that's around. A game Have you never been? I went once, but obviously I'm a square. I was too scared oh. to try and get in the boat. I'm like, I can't oh, touch this. Fun. Oh wow. Oh, uh, that's great. Cool. Start pushing buttons. Yeah, you gotta test them out. Start a fire them up, right? Right. Yeah, they usually happens a couple times every show. Awesome. So. Before we get started, because I have so many questions now, we're going to do the little icebreaker segment that we do with everyone, and it's called Five Fast Facts, and it's kind of a parody off of those BuzzFeed articles that you see um, that start with five fast facts you should know about blank, and there's just thousands of them. Um, So without further ado, let's get into it. All right. So one of them that makes everybody laugh, I don't like being wet. What? Um, Me either. Wait, I have a serious But he issue lives in the it. water. I know, that's funny. Like, I have no problem being in the water surfing, but as soon as I get out, like, I'm going immediately for a towel. Like, <laughs> what? Wet. That's just weird to me. Like, Do you avoid water rides at theme parks and stuff? Uh, I usually don't go. <laughs> that has never yeah. even crossed my mind. Then I have to, like, walk around wet because it's like you don't have your towel with you. It's like, man. This uh, is weird. awful. What about showers? Are you, like, instantly out, dry your hair right away? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird world you guys live. Okay, sorry. Number n- number two. I don't like surfing or swimming, like, close to the shore. Like, I like to go right down the middle of the lake. Um, I don't know. And another All right. one is water just... Water weirds me out. (laughs) For somebody who spends so much time in the water, these are blowing my mind right now. This is great. Right? Yeah. Sometimes I just get tripped out by water. We go to these surf pumps that are like one in, we were in Florida, and I'm pretty sure there's like alligators and sharks and stuff in this water. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I was tripping out. Sometimes I just get weird with it. Um, I don't like being barefoot, like at all. (laughs) Like, 
This is not what I thought any of these facts were going to be. I, I said they were going to be <laughs> This yeah. is awesome. That's good. Yeah, makes total sense, uh, right? The, the next one kind of makes sense. I hate sitting still. Like, I always have to be moving 100 miles an hour. Um, like, I don't like, I can't, I can't stand naps. Like, I just, it's a waste of time to me. So I'm always trying to do something. You hear that? Naps are a waste of time. I agree. No, I, I am like a nap queen. Unless it's on the boat, then I accept it. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. understandable. So mm-hmm. you talked a lot about being scared of water and uh, being close to the shore. Uh, your childhood. Did you have a crazy story? Maybe you were you were close to drowning or something, or I guess is there anything when you were a kid, or what was your childhood like in general? No, I'm I'm just weird. Um, <laughs> my dad and mom have both grew up boating and on the water. So, and when I was born, we had a boat, so we went. You know, since I was you know a few months old, I was on the water, and it was just something always fun. We tube and kneeboard and wakeboard, and then and then surfing came, and I actually hated surfing for a while um and but i ended up falling in love with it so from hating to be barefoot and wet what eventually led you to wake surfing so my aunt and uncle in like 2006 2007 i can't quite remember um bought a it was a new centurion at the time and it just when surfing started becoming like kind of a thing ballast and boats was just happening and the boat came with a surfboard and we're like yeah We'll try it. I was a wakeboarder and I could never get up surfing. So my aunt actually got up and got in the water with me to like stand me up on the board. That's actually how I get a lot of people up now. So they get in the water, they push me up and I went forever and still wasn't quite a, quite a fan of it. And then one day we, we started doing more of it. And my dad ended up buying a, a new or a newer boat that surfed and still didn't like it. And one day I was going and I like threw the rope to crash and I kept going. I was like, Whoa. And I kept going for like 25 minutes without the rope, like mind blown. I was like, wow. okay, this is cool. And since then, it's been downhill. <laughs> <laughs> downhill or uphill. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Right? It's been awesome. How, so how young are you when you started then? I, I had to have been, let's see, I was eight or nine. Okay, I was going to say, when I, I you, first started. I don't even know. How old are you actually? I'm 19. Oh, man. Yeah, so I've been... I've been on the water doing, you know, kneeboarding and all that for as long as I can remember. And then I had to have started when I was, you know, seven, eight, nine, uh, trying to surf. We actually tried surfing behind. We used to have a, an inboard outboard and we were like, oh, that's probably not the safest. <laughs> no, it's scary business doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so do you have, do you have siblings? Is your dad raw at wakeboarding in general? I guess who, who taught you? So I have, I do have an older sister. Um, she has, she has one two-year-old son and she just had, uh, her second son, like, a week ago, I think. Oh, congrats. Yeah, and then, so my dad, you know, he always, he grew up on a lake as well, kind of same as me, just always going out with his family, and they skied, and then wakeboarding became a thing, and he wakeboarded, and so it was just, like, meant to be, and so we went out, and he would teach us, and, you know, he taught me how to wakeboard, kneeboard, and then my aunt, she was, she was actually the one that, you know, taught me how to surf, I mean, she got in the water with me, because I was afraid of water and like freaking out, I guess. And <laughs> so, she, so she pushed me up and she like swam to shore and waited and I just kept surfing just behind the boat. And so she's actually the one that taught me how to surf. And wow. so I'm pretty thankful for that. But the whole family's been into water sports, um, all of us. And we have, we've had a, a friend group for as long as I can remember that all own boats too. So we spent 
you know, every weekend out on the lake tied up and then we'd go out and surf and wakeboard and tube and kneeboard, whatever we could do behind the boat. So fun. I am a um, professional kneeboarder. Professional? Wow. I don't oh, yeah. know if that's possible or if you can get sponsored for that, but I'm still waiting to... Get that call? Yeah, to get the call. Huh. I, kneeboarding is oh. probably the only thing I can do because you just sit there, basically, and <sighs> hold on. But you got to bend your knees so far, though. That's what gets me. It hurts oh. after a while. I can't even sit Indian. What's it called? Indi- <laughs> Indian style when you sit that way, right? Crisscross. Criss-cross? I can't even do that yeah. anymore. I lost really? it. Oh. Yeah. No Yeah, you feel it yeah, after one, you're done, but yeah. That's where you could get the best face plants on a kneeboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you're closest to the water. As soon as the nose hits, you're just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I've surfed it before. It was pretty fun. <laughs> oh man, that's impressive. That's so, when you were so when you were a, when you were a kid, did you compete in a lot of competitions and stuff, or when did it become kind of a competitive nature for you? So, the Wake Nine crew really helped kick competitive wake surfing into gear. They started. They created. They it's called Wake Nine. Wake Nine. Uh, okay. they, yeah. So they're still around, um, and they're on our lake, and they started a tour called the Endless Wave Tour. And there was, and we met up with, we met them on the lake. We'd seen them surfing and we were kind of asking them questions like, Hey, you know, we're new. What do we do? And so they took me riding one day and like, man, you should, there's a competition in like two weeks. You should ride in it. Like, all right. It was, it's like an hour from my house. Like, okay. You know, that sounds kind of fun. Took the trailer down there and we go down there and ended up getting, ended up placing second in amateur surf. Wow. Out of how many people? I, I don't remember, but I, all I remember was Parker Payne, uh, who's a pro surfer now. It was one of his first comps too, and he got first. Wow! And and then and since then, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And an old company, it's not really around anymore. Mendonita Surf was like, hey, you know, we'll give you shirts and hats. You know, get a board from us, ride from us, you know, ride for us. Oh, cool! I got like a little sponsor type thing. <laughs> and then the Lake the Lake Nine crew was like, hey, we're going to Colorado in like three weeks for another competition. Do you want to go with us? I didn't really think about going to another one. I just kind of yeah, I'll go mess around at this one and. I got in the truck with them. We drove to Colorado with a boat and I went surfing there and I ended up placing first. And then from after that event, I was like, okay, this is sweet. You know, calling my parents like, Oh, we, you know, we got to go to the next ones. And I ended up winning the endless wave tour that year. Wow. <laughs> ended up, ended up placing first at the rest of those. Um, and just in second at the first one. And from there it was like, okay, this is awesome. I was hooked. I loved everybody. Just the lifestyle of it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So when you get first place, what are you judged on? Is it tricks? Is it uh, length of time? or? So you're, you have a set course, and you have uh, that's only you know a minute long, 45 seconds long. It used to be longer back in the good days. But um, so you, you go down the course, and you've got three judges in the boat. And personally, I, I don't really judge, so I, I don't, I don't uh, completely relate. But they judge you on... Uh, what is it? Diversity, execution, variety, and intensity. So they're basically looking at every trick and seeing how hard it is, how well you do it, and then it, and it, it's actually style is one of them too. So it's, it's like figure skating. Sure. A badass version of figure <laughs> yeah. skating. No, figure skating right? is badass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll argue about this to <laughs> the end. I know. Mm-hmm. They ba- they basically judge you and they judge each and every person and. And they, you, you're tallied up in points, and then they, you know, they post your points. You see that. And way back when, they used to not tell you like what you placed until 
like awards came and they'd say, Oh, and so you'd be blown away. Oh man. But I love, but now with the new uh, board and stuff, they, they pretty much post your score right after that division. So now it kind of takes out the fun of like, everyone's all anxious at the end of the weekend. Like, where did I play? Were people back then doing like three sixties and stuff, or was it more just style points, yeah. I guess? Like the guy who I like looked up the most and who I try to get my writing the most similar to is, uh, his name's Chase Hazen. And he was a pro when I started and Chase is, he's, he's not in the wake surfing scene, but, I always just looked up to that guy. He was tall and skinny like me. And he just <laughs> went big on, he was big, he went big on everything. And I just loved his style. And he just, you know, just straight killed it. So I, was, I always looked up to him and was watching him. But yeah, he did, he did all kinds of tricks. And I don't remember exactly what he did, but I know he did spin tricks. And I know watching a couple guys at like my second event doing some, it was called the love it roll. And it was basically like an air grab the board barrel roll thing. It was, I was like, so people were doing, people were doing pretty cool stuff. A lot more circus tricks back then, like jumping and grabbing or like laying on it. I had no idea that people were even doing stuff like that back then. Did not even know. I feel like it's just up here in the Northwest, in Portland area specifically. It hasn't really, wake surf hasn't really started to take off until two, three years ago. So it's just now you see yeah. people, you know, doing 360s out there when we're out there. And like, whoa, who is this guy? What is that? You know, but <laughs> right? it's just hard to believe that it's been around for so long. I know, yeah, and luckily, so our lake, we have we have a pretty awesome crew on our lake. Like our our lake is stacked with people. We call ourselves the Lime Saddle Surfers, and so I, we met up with another family called the Harringtons, and they had a a, a Supreme at the time, a V two two six, and you know they took me riding. I remember the first time I rode it, it was like the first like real surf boat, and or maybe I maybe I surfed uh, the other the Tigers on the Endless Wave Tour, but I was like blown away because I was like. 30 feet back I felt from the boat I was like this is crazy and ever since then I started like begging my dad to buy a new boat like I want one <laughs> this thing is so cool and they and he and his wife started teaching me tricks and um you know I'm pretty sure I probably did my first air with them because they were you know sitting there helping me and just a super supportive group on our lake and they would just be there helping us so it was, it was pretty cool having people that had been doing it longer than us but we're also learning that you know seeing some tricks and we're able to you know, guide us all in the right direction. So it was pretty fun. What was the first trick you landed? And I guess what was your favorite trick to do? Probably the first trick I landed was throwing the rope in. I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I, my favorite trick is, so I, I personally cannot do any shove tricks, like meaning the board leaves my feet and then I like do some twisty flip thing and then the board lands on my under my feet again. I, I can't get the coordination for those. So I, I try to just go big with all of my tricks. I'm working on this one trick. It's basically, so you're, you're pumping down the wave. And right now I'm making like hand movements, like telling myself how to do it. Um, you're like pumping down the wave and you go, you kick your, your back foot out towards the boat. Like you're going to do a regular air and then like left hook with your, your fist and you spin it into an alley-oop. So it's like a, tw like a shifty alley-oop thing. This sounds like quantum physics to me. I have no idea what this is. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't even know. know what it's called. But it, it, it's fun. So would you, I mean, would you consider yourself, obviously the first time your aunt helped you up out of the water, it sounds like it, you took off with it pretty fast. Would you consider yourself a natural? Um, I, I honestly, maybe. Uh, I grew up just, you know, always on the wakeboard and kneeboard. So I, yeah. think, I, was, I think I was meant for the water, even though. You hate it. I don't it. know when my <laughs> irrational water fear thing came in. and But no, I think I was, I think it was just meant to be, you know. I, can't, I honestly can't think of a better 
sport because I, I wasn't into I mean I played basketball um and what else did I do I did soccer tried track but wasn't into that it surfing just always was something that I loved I always just loved being on the water especially when it's like one of those hot days at track and it's like this oh is yeah so it's just surfing I think I just loved the lifestyle of it and I think it was just it just fit me perfect because I'm a very social butterfly um I love I just love being around everybody and it just the whole the whole sport just grabbed me and it was I think it was meant to be it's a dream come true. Seriously. I wish I could just do that every day. Just wake up and be 10 minutes away from the water. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's fun. Start, this started out as a hobby and then you started competing and winning. And then what happened from there? You got, did someone approach you to sponsor you or? I remember sitting in wood shop in high school when I got a text from a guy who worked for, um, or works with Soulcraft Sporting. And it was like, hey, I've been watching you all last summer. And I was like, you know, we'd love to do a board. And I was, you know, jazzed. Probably shouldn't have been in my phone in woodshop class. But <laughs> it was worth it. And, and I was so stoked. And I called my dad. And so I got, you know, I got my first first custom board, like, made for me. You know, not it wasn't like a board that was made for somebody else. You know, it was for me. And so I was extremely excited. And. I absolutely loved it. And so I started, I got a sponsorship with Soulcraft. That was my first sponsor. Um, so I started writing for them and then, you know, started picking up some other sponsors at events, just little things. And then in 2015, I ended up getting sponsored by Supreme Boats um, through, there was a dealership on the, on a little private lake by me called the Water Sports Farm. And he always sold Centurions. And I was like, man, you know, you know, we couldn't afford one of those, but we're like, if you ever sell Supreme, let us know and, you know, we'd be happy to. And so he calls some days, like, Hey, you know, we're selling Supremes. We're getting two. Um, he's like, I could try to talk to them and see if they'd sponsor you. And we're like, well, yeah. And so he, Lyle Spangler, you know, talked to him and somehow ended up getting me a contract. And, and pretty soon, I think, I know it was Super Bowl weekend when I got our first boat uh, in 2015. So we got our, our new Supreme S226 and it was, blue and silver and I got a contract uh, maybe a month or two after that and it was just awesome um, and so I started getting sponsored and I just kept moving I ended up switching to a, uh, a different board company called Blue Surf um, picked up Gator Step Wake Ballast um, what else do I have on there I love, <laughs> I love that you can't things. even remember that's so great and then when you say sponsors too especially from boards to boats to gear what exactly does that entail like what exactly do you do you just you have you have to ride their boards every time you go out and they just pretty much it sounds like you're breaking boards from getting so much air they just ship you a new board when you need one i mean how does that work out um so i switched to uh, there was no hard feelings with you know with with Soulcraft. it just was a you know it worked with blue surf yeah I, you know i loved that he's the board board shaper for them so i ended up switching to blue surf uh with jonathan matthews and so with him, I just he made me a board. You know, it t you know it takes a couple times to get a board that's perfect, right? Um, you know, to find one that fits you perfect, little tweaks. And uh, board shapers are artists, so their heads, you know, they're always just thinking like, how can I make this a little better? Um, so he, you know, he gets me boards. Uh, I never had an issue with um, breaking any of them. They just were always solid. And they, he, you know, he made them. He made one out of basalt, which is ground down lava rock turned into fiber. He's like, yeah, you need something what? strong. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, and then now, last year he made me a, uh, 
a green a green blue surf and he, he texted me a couple of times hey you know what are we going to do next i'm like i love my green one i don't want to change and and so for the sponsors i just try to promote them as much as possible i don't want to be a used car salesman yeah even i am sometimes <laughs> um i just, I, I just want to get them exposure and i'm what i'm just trying to do is grow the sport get people stoked on surfing stoked on boating you know it's just such a fun family-oriented sport and you know hobby that it's it, i just try to promote everybody you know i want everybody to be happy and have fun and so I, that's what i do i just take these sponsors that are, have the same attitude as me that i just want to spread the stoke so that's how that's how i kind of do it i just post about them and you know where their where their logos but i also love the companies you know I know him personally. Wake Ballas, he's a you know good friend of mine. Benoit and uh, Lauren Tracer from Gator Staff. You know Amy, everybody, Nicole from you know Centurion Supreme Crew. You know everybody's just we're we're just a big family, which is what I love. So we all just hang out together and we get to do what we love all together. And the scene up here has definitely exploded the last I would say two years or so. Has it been booming down there as well? Oh yeah, it's it's massive. Yeah, so. On our lake, we're on Lake Oroville. It's an awesome lake. Um, it's where we had the, the spillway that, like, blew, you know, blew to pieces, basically, and they evacuated a bunch of people last year. Um, I think we were talking about it at Portland, actually. But uh, Oh, yeah. So we had a bunch of – we have a bunch of people on our lake that, you know, are buying surf boats. On, there's two marinas in it, and there's the West Crew on the Bidwell side, and they're all really good people, and then there's – us lime saddle folks on our side and we all see just all kinds of surf boats coming out all the time we're starting to see more and more new boats which is awesome and mainly when we drive by you know v drives they're not wakeboarding or skiing or anything they're they're surfing and so it's always cool to see people even you don't need a new boat to surf right you could get anything um so, so it's pretty cool getting to see everybody so it's definitely popular and what's what's fun about our group is we have every boat manufacturer on our lake so we get to see every single super antique. I bring home a Centurion Supreme, whatever I bring. There's Taigas, Malibus. Uh, there's an Axis out there. I haven't surfed that one. And then uh, Mastercraft. It's pretty fun. That's really cool. So, so it's it's really big down here. Pretty much every lake we go to, it's you know you're just seeing people surfing like crazy. So it's it's definitely the thing down here. So what's a typical year like for? a professional wake surfer do you travel to locations all over the world are you always on the road or what i try to stay i try to stay always busy and it last summer last summer i felt like i was on a trip every week which is <laughs> a pretty fun thing I, I i felt like i was gone more than i was home um so depending i get to pick and choose what events i go to i don't have to go to any certain events even though sometimes like if it's a centurion or supreme who I write for, if they're sponsoring it, they might be like, hey, you should definitely go to this. And um, so I'll try to go to that, but I'm not forced to go to any single event. So I usually go and I'll pick. I'm like, oh, that's a fun event. I usually go to the ones that I'm familiar with that are just fun. That And we'll see where our, because our surf group on Oroville, they'll, they go to all the competitions too. And so we'll, we'll all talk together. Like, hey, which ones do we want to go to this year? You know, you know, so we'll pick out which ones. So I'm, I'm usually pretty much always gone and then I'll come home and then we'll all go to a trip and then I'll, I'll wind up somewhere. I'll go to LA or something like that with uh, Wake Ballot, serve with them. I'll go do something. So I'm, I'm always moving and then just surf as much as possible. Sometimes I'll go to lessons, different places. And then I usually try to go to, 
um, some different lakes over the summer, just so I can kind of stray away from Lake Orville, even though it's such a perfect lake. But we'll go up to like, Fullard Bar, and we'll try to we'll try to go different places. This year, um, I won't be competing as much, but I just got back from Seoul, South Korea. How was it? It was awesome. I, I went by myself. Like, never left the country besides Canada, but, like, that's not too much different. And so we went to Seoul, and I didn't compete, but I was out there coaching. I think I coached for three days, maybe, and then I, I judged their wake surf event. And it's really cool because there, they don't really have, like, there was no pro division or anything like that. Yeah. It's really, really neat there, but it's blowing up. Like, everybody wants to surf, and they're just had... so stoked on surfing. I had no idea. Did you yeah. get to explore while you were there? Not as much as I want, but we did get to do, um, I did get to go around quite a bit. And driving to restaurants, we went to um, a lot of different places. And so we went to like the little Las Vegas, they called it of Seoul. Um, it just had all the clubs and cool restaurants. And it was just, where it was kind of more touristy. That's where everyone was at. So we went there and we're walking through there. And it was, that was pretty cool. And, and me, I'm like a very, very picky eater, like extremely oh, no. picky. And so... <laughs> My biggest fear going there was, what am I going to eat? And I, I tell my parents, like, I, I'm not scared of going there, none of that. I was like, I just don't know what I'm going to eat. Everyone was telling me, like, you better try everything. So I'm like, okay. Right. So I ate everything that would come onto the dinner table. It's almost like a tray just of a bunch of food and um, Korean barbecue. They, like, cook it right in front of you. Yeah. And so, like, if you're not, like, sweating from, like, the, the center fire in the table, like, it's not <laughs> authentic. It's almost saying but uh so i tried everything and so that was like i'm so proud of you because picky eaters that's my biggest hang up with them is they just won't even give it a shot so that's yeah a step no one forward. no one back home believes no one believes back home that i actually tried it <laughs> no you didn't i have witnesses <laughs> did you feel like a celebrity down there yeah it was pretty fun i got to go uh surfing me and Dominic Lagasse both were down there and we got to surf in front of them and everyone was just so stoked and it was pretty cool because I mean it's still new to them so seeing new to them so seeing everybody um, uh, me and Dom basically riding in front of everybody just got everyone so fired up like oh my gosh the possibilities so when I like when I was doing lessons everyone was just how do I jump how do I jump how do I jump um, and so everybody just is so eager and I couldn't understand what they were saying, but they were talking about surfing the entire time. I had some translated, like, they don't stop talking about surfing. Like, that's wow. all they talk about. So they just are so in love, and um, they're, they're awesome. Everyone's so nice, and, and they're just stoked on wake surfing. So it's, it's pretty cool to see this sport traveling worldwide. I think yeah. that's pretty interesting. How often do you ride? Like, how many days a week, average? So I try to... I try to get out there literally as much as possible. Um, I really don't have much going on besides being on the water. Oh, I didn't. Uh, This is my dream life. Right. So I go out there and it's, I try to go, I I would go every day if I possibly could. And I, sometimes I try to. Um, So I go out at least four times. I have, I have a little Centurion FI 21 right now. And I haven't even had it that long because I just got out of a fire academy in May, end of May. I haven't had that much free time. I've put 30-something hours on that boat already. Wow. It's just of surfing. Like, it's just go, 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 go as much as possible. And that's even, like, with a trip to Korea for a week. And 
And so we were just, we've been, I've been trying to go out as literally as much as possible, four or five times a week. And is that, so do they supply you with a boat then? Is that how that works? Normally I, or not me, my father, he'll buy a Supreme and we run that. But last year I had, I didn't even really use my boat last year. I had um, just demo boats that I would take to different events, but it wind up that I didn't really use. And so I, they're not giving me a boat, but I'm, I am using one. Um, and one thing I'm doing with them is just, <clears throat> just trying to promote like that boat. Like for instance, since I've had it, I mean, I get texts and calls like for pretty much every boat. I get texts and calls every day of how to set them up. You know, wow. how do we get the best way out of it? But for since I've had this FI 21, I've had new, I didn't realize how many people owned them until I started posting about it. Cause I had people texting me, you know, every single day up to three, four five people texting me like either, Hey, I bought one. I need help or I want to buy one. Should I? And so that's what I've been trying to do to give back to them since they're letting me borrow one of their boats. It's just get as many sold and set up and as many happy customers as possible. And I actually really love that little, it's a small boat. I normally have like a 24 foot boat. This one's 21. And so it's a little small, but I absolutely love this thing. It's all white, like a stormtrooper. Ah, sick. Nice. And to your point you brought up earlier, do you feel like every boat now, the ballast and stuff that they're putting out and the wake and stuff, a 21, there's some, those GS 20s too, the Nautique ones. I mean, do you feel like every boat now is capable of putting out a good surf wake? Um, I've been on, I've been on a lot of the boats. I haven't been on a whole lot of small boats, but every, every boat company now, understands that surfing is what everybody wants to do oh yeah i mean yeah there's those wakeboarders out there so now so it's making a surf boat that wakeboards too so instead of a wakeboard boat that surfs kind of too so it's, it's really changed so every every boat company um definitely has a boat that surfs sometimes they have uh, like mastercraft will have one that's a weight like they have their x car but then they have their x23 that's a good wakeboard and surf boat so everybody has a surf boat um so that's that's pretty cool that that every brand, every new brand definitely has a boat that creates a great wave. So it's not like olden days where, like, oh, we've got a couple boats that can kind of surf. It's everybody now has, you know, the surf system, a ton of ballast. And so every boat now is, you know, killing it. There's some better than others, but they're all awesome. What is the shift towards surfing away from wakeboarding? Why would you choose one or the other? Surfing's awesome. Um, wreck your face. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the main thing is it's just so low impact. It's so easy. Um, you're just you know right there, just hanging out. You know, it's not 22 miles an hour to face plant. You know, if you crash on the surfboard, you're doing 11 and a half miles an hour at the most, and water's still soft at that point. So I think I think a big drive is that it's just easy and the opportunities for it are really endless and anybody could do it whether you're a little kid or very old you could do it and you know no matter what time even people with knee problems back problems just because it's so low impact so i think i think the big drive towards everybody surfing is just because it's it's just an easy going sport like you don't really have a, any major injuries surfing everyone saw your hair at someone you know carrying their shoulder or something like that or getting hit by a board but it's not that common whereas wakeboarding like, oh i blew my knee out it's pretty common so i think i think that's the big thing it's just so easy and everybody can do it have you had any gnarly wipeouts gnarly wipeouts you sound like such a surfer chick i'm trying to be i'm trying to assimilate 
No, I I crash every like 30 seconds or so, like surfing. I don't really ever stay up for super long just because you're always trying something. So there's always fun crashes. Surfing's pretty low impact, but you definitely get some pretty cool Wipeout Wednesday, like pictures and videos. <laughs> Wipeout Wednesdays. Last weekend, like someone gave me the idea to try a backflip on the paddleboard and like land on the paddleboard. I saw that video. I just learned how to do a backflip like last summer. I've been, I haven't done that many. I thought, oh yeah, I'm sure I can land. I just face planted straight onto the long <laughs> or that paddleboard. Yes, <laughs> success. I think like I'll I'll go through all the videos. I'll end up deleting the videos, but I'll take like 15 screenshots of like my crashes because it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Upside down, the board, my arms like under my leg. Yes, so good. Okay, so I want you to pretend that. Well, keep in mind that I am a um, fantastic kneeboarder. <laughs> Pro. And, yeah. So I'm trying wakeboarding or wake skate or what is it? Wake surfing. <laughs> Gosh, there's so many wakes. Wake surfing for the first time. Give me a little mini lesson. What would you be telling me on how to get up for the first time? Uh, I'd be telling you where to put your feet. You'd want your depending on if your left foot or right foot forward, you'd want your back foot all the way against the back of the board and your left foot pretty spaced out. And when you, and the, this is the, always the first thing is where to put your feet. And then I tell you to scoot your front foot toes, like width of the board towards the, the wave. So you're kind of staggered a little bit. And then as people are getting up, I say squat like you're peeing in the woods. You know, like you're, like you're yeah. sitting down, you're real squatted. You're, you're almost sitting on your heels. And then once you're up, to let go with your back arms, so you're not, so you can leave your body opened up to the wave versus like all crunched together. So you let your back arm flow around, and just keep your knees bent, and kind of stay squatted and just slowly stand up. And Got how, it? how do you stay on the board because you're not strapped in? Staying squatted down, keep, like a real athletic stance. I usually try to figure out if the person played basketball or cheerleading. I found a way to connect. I think I found a way to connect with every sport. What about um, um, like readers? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you like squat down to look at the lower book- bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, yes. okay. There we go. So, now you're speaking a language, uh, right? So I, tr- I try to find something that I can relate it to. Sometimes it doesn't work. There's one sport someone was telling me about that I like. I I don't know what it was like mini golf or something weird. I don't know. And, but there's some, there's some sports. So I try to, I try to relate it to something that makes sense. But once you're up, you kind of stagger your left foot uh, closer to the wave. So you kind of have your, your feet. You just want to be in a real athletic position with your chest up. You want your chest and your knees aligned, your shoulders and ankles aligned. You just want to be straight up. A lot of people are like hunched back, like folded over. Um, so that's, that's a big thing is just trying to stay opened up and loose. Like some people get so stiff. You just got to relax. See, next time you go out, she's ready now. I'm going to try it. <laughs> you need to. Have you not tried yet? No. What? Wow. I always just watch you guys. <laughs> he hasn't taken you out? No, taken she's taken me out. She's I come just, out. I just, I'm flag girl. <laughs> pro, pro though. Yeah, I'm vigilant. So. Well, that, those are always needed though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one to find a keeper too, you know? Yeah, exactly. I have that a couple... Uh, rope throw is tough. I've actually been my my rope throwing games. My friends will attest to this. It's gone down a little bit. It's I don't know what it is. Something about the rope gets all twisted sometimes. You go to toss it and just it's just not quite there. You know. It's embarrassing. I know it's and a skill you have. I know. 
and then you're circling around again. Um, I do have a couple random questions that we've been arguing about on the boat, actually. One is, yeah. is it Taiga? Is it Tige? Is it Teague? What Tyga. is it? Taiga boat. Oh, that's what I thought. Are you talking about the rapper? No. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a type of boat. It looks like this. It's spelled like this. T-I-G-E, but there's a whatever but, thing. But it's got the thing. The accent. Like that, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. What is it? Taiga, Taiga, right? Clearly? Okay, settled. So your future. You mentioned briefly that I know firefighting is a passion that you got going on, and you, I think, mentioned you just graduated from fire academy school. Where where did that come from? Uh, I, yeah, I graduated on May 25th, so just a little bit ago. Um, I started, I, I kind of always liked first, you know, I knew I could stick with the boating industry, but I knew that I wanted to be, some, I don't know if I wanted to be a cop or what I wanted to be, right? And I took a, like a little, it was basically just a CPR card class through my high school, but it was a, a year long, basically like first responder type class. It was, it was pretty cool. Listen, all that. He was a volunteer firefighter forever. And he just really talked highly of it. I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Never been to a fire station or a ride along, anything like that. And I was coming back from my grandparents' house, going to this section of highway. And it was just when I finished, or just about to finish that class. And there was, I came around the corner and there was a gnarly, like, three car accident. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, okay. So all of a sudden, my adrenaline pumped. I was like, oh, I kind of know something. So I hopped out and I was able to, like, do something about it. And this is kind of cool. And it took, you know, 25, 30 minutes until uh, medics got there because it was in our, you know, middle of a mountain pass. And so when they got there, I was like, okay, I'll step inside. They're like, hey, there's gloves in the door. Uh, go grab. They're like, tell me to grab stuff. And, and so they're like, having me help them, these firefighters and medics. And, and they're like asking questions. They're just having a blast. Like they're all smiling, you know, having fun. But then they'd be serious when they got to the patient and just just being super cool. And like you could just tell they loved it. I'm like, man. And driving home, I'm like that is what I want. Like that is that is that is awesome. And I was like, that is super cool. And it was cool that they were having me like help. I was helping people strap people down and um, you know all kinds of stuff. I'm like this is awesome. And and so I went to, uh, I went home or got into service. I called my parents. I was like, I want to be a firefighter, blah, blah, blah. And so I, my mom's friend is a, a fire captain and he's like, yeah, I'll take him for a ride along. And instantly, like within like the first hour, I was like, this is definitely what I'm going to do. Um, I was like, this is beyond awesome. And so I took a EMT class and went through the whole EMT class. Didn't do so hot on the final, so I didn't pass the class, but I enrolled in the fire academy for the next semester, which had EMT in it. And so I went through the fire academy. And so I got my, you know, it was a 20-week, five-day a week for several hours a day, um, really intense academy. Went through there. I uh, got ended up, you know, passing, graduating with my EMT. I got my EMT and firefighter one. And, and so then it was, you know, applying to internships. So since then, I got an internship with the fire department. I actually start Sunday, so it's a six-month internship to just learn everything and get some search. And so I'm excited. Congrats! That's awesome. Yeah, firefighters yeah. are some of the. I respect them oh, so man. much. That's awesome. What I really liked is so the guy. He's a he's a boater too. He's like he's like I only work two days a week. He's like I work like ten days a month. That's so much time to go on the lake. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
work a couple of days on and have four days off. Yeah. Like, I could do that. That's true. That's a that's good a schedule for that. That's a lot of surfing time. That's, yeah. that's a very that's a very interesting profession though because you're scared of water and to put out fire you 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 use water that would be like if you were scared well, of spiders and you use spiders to do your job you know what i mean do you get it <laughs> right hmm. yeah. that's fun though you, you you enjoy it though is it something that you feel like oh, i absolutely love it. that's awesome and do you have a family uh, i really like family history with firefighting no no, just the yeah, pioneer. some friends that do it. A neighbor did it, and just it's just it was pretty cool. So I really liked it, and it works good with works good with um, you know with what I like. It's pretty cool. And you'd be doing your. It's such a selfless profession. I just assume like firefighters at a whole, and like you are the best people in the world. I mean, a firefighter could like smash a bottle over my head, and I would think he was the. <laughs> I would still think he was the greatest uh, person on the planet. You know, I'd be like, "Well, there had to be a reason for that, right?" Right. <laughs> sure. But I mean, in the core of what you do, yes, it's I always agree. for the greater good, yes. and it's a really selfless profession. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can go wrong. No. <laughs> I'm excited, and then eventually, I want to go to paramedic school to become a firefighter paramedic. So, awesome. I want to keep on on moving, keep boating. Yeah. So 2018, we're already in June somehow. July's in like two weeks. Just crazy. Um, what are you most looking <laughs> right. forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to just being out more and more. Looking forward to starting work. <laughs> Every year, it's just so fun going to all these different events. And every once in a while, something cool pop up. Like someone's doing a whatever, like a ride day. Or, you know, someone's got some sort of deal going on. Just trying to go to different events. Um, whether it be a competition or just some like a there's a lot of there's a group down here called west and they throw a lot of like surf event type things they're not competitions they're more just like everybody get together and ride and so oh, last cool. year i took an fi-23 and an ri-257 to it uh, with centurion and you know those are those are fun to me i love when i get to take other people boating you know last year we did a pass the handle for i think it's for a preschool or Something that was pretty fun. We did a Wake the World last year. Wake I sadly the world. didn't get to do the Wake the World. I sadly didn't get to do one this year. I was I was pretty bummed about that. But that's really those, cool. Those are things that's fun. To me. I love getting to, you know, get other people on the water that either don't have a chance or just don't get to go out there often. So it's pretty fun. What's the uh, Pass the Handle event? I don't think I've heard of that one. Pass the Handle is an event. Uh, it, it's usually a day or two before the Seattle comp- Supreme competition. Uh-huh. And last year was my first year doing it. And it was like an elementary school. And they came and we taught them how to surf. Um, you know, drag them around little lake, the Lake Tai in Monroe, Washington. And so we, we drag them around the lake, getting everybody in the water, taking kids in the boat. So that was, that was pretty fun, getting everybody out there. And it was just, it was just cool to see, you know, all these kids get to experience boating, like, you know, it's something that sometimes you don't take for granted. You know, you're, you get to, I do this every day. And then I like wake the world with a huge, huge eye opener for me. And like, man, it's kind of crazy how lucky I am. And then it's, it's cool for me getting to share that with other people, yeah. getting to take other people out, getting, you know, whether they're tubing, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like if someone's out there having fun, I think that's awesome. So I love any chance I get to take people out or, you know, teach people to surf. And so that's, that's what I look forward to every summer is, you know, what random thing is going to happen that I could, uh, that I could help someone else be happier. 
We have one final question for you that we ask every guest, and I think you're going to catch on to the name of this podcast here in a second. And that final question is, are you there yet? And where is there for you? I'm getting there. I'm trying. Uh, There for me would be working as a fire, like at a fire department, working as a firefighter paramedic or even an EMT and getting to surf on the side, but have a permanent job and getting to surf. That's when I'll know that I'm where I want to be. That's where I'm, that's where I'm hoping to get sometime in the future is have, you know, a great job and being able to, you know, go on the water. I see it for you. I think it's, I think it's coming soon. Yeah, I agree. No, I hope so. It's coming. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for chatting with us. And next time you're up in Portland, let's get you behind uh, this boat and see what kind of air you can get. Absolutely. I'd love to. Is there any organizations or any social media accounts that you want to you wanna share with our listeners? You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm actually having a look, so I have no clue what my thing is. It's Hunter Clement 98 Follow me. I don't buy any followers, so I appreciate everybody. Follow Supreme, Centurion, Wake Palace, follow everybody, Gator Step, everybody's fun, Blue Surf, just just love it. 